Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Woo! Hi, too. Sunday, hi, too. <laughs> Let's listen to a little bit of tunes. Open it up, baby. Yes, yes, good morning. I'm your girl, Ilz OG. I got my baby, Melody. <laughs> we are twice, twice baked. baked. Not quite yet. We need to get there, though. Hey, listen, today on that note, hey, babe, where's it? Hey, let me have that over there. Um, It is Sunday. Hi, T. This is our time to come to you guys. We get to have the great pleasure of getting royally baked and vibing out. Um, just a couple of lesbians. We are cooking up some half-baked education in black and white, black and white. Right. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, today is plants versus pills. Holiday edition. Mm -hmm. Holiday edition. Um, hold on to this, babe. Hold on one second. It's not, it's not enough smoke in here. It's, it's way less smoky than it, it absolutely should be. So hold on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hold on one second. Hold on. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, so we're talking about plants versus pills today. That is our topic. Um, we've had some really wild conversations recently um, about that exact topic. So it, for me, like, you know, I was kind of talking to you a little bit, a little bit about a conversation I was having with um, one of our family members, right, uh, about how they had been trying out They've you know, been interested in CBD because it's real big right now. Um, they wanted to try it out and weren't really sure where to get it from, what kind to get, you know. But the whole um, push that we're seeing in the legalization of hemp, because, you know, there was a, a new hemp farm bill that was just signed by the president. Um, so that happened. And it, it, you know, opens the door to have hemp, which is, you know, the, the base of the cannabis plant. So that is minus the flowers. It's the sticks and the stems. It's the stalks that grow. Um, you know, so if you think about a flower, which cannabis is, right? It's a plant. It's a flower. Mm -hmm. So if you think about a flower, uh, like maybe uh, a rose, right? So you have a rose. And when you cut a rose down, there's the petals, the flower part, right, that opens up, smells all pretty, and that we love taking great pictures of. And there's also the green stems right. that, you know, stalk the ex yeah. boom and the leaves that shoot off. So if you're going to compare a rose to cannabis as a plant um, and just trying to understand the difference between uh, the flowers, when people call them that, because that's really what they are, the flowers, the weed that we smoke or consume or turn into edibles or whatever, versus hemp. And understanding the difference is the difference between taking the rose petals off, which is what you consume, that's the weed, mm -hmm. versus hemp being the green stalk in the stems that eventually, you know, you, you might keep the, the rose petals because they're pretty and they smell good. But no matter what happens with that rose, almost inevitably, you're going to throw the sticks and the stem away. Right. No matter what. Like, that's just, that's just kind of how it goes. It's, that would be what you would get rid of. But when it comes to cannabis, hemp is the sticks and the stems. It's the stalk. And the leaf, you know what I mean? The stem, the leaves that shoot off from the plant. So 
it has negligible, tiny, small amounts of the psychoactive that's in the flower part of the plant, right? It has mm-hmm. some, a little bit of that in it, but not much. Mostly what's in that are just CBD and additional um, medicinal components. So once again, if you think about a flower, rose, rose petals, you know, the petals smell good on the rose. Right. If you smell that stalk, it don't smell like a damn thing. Right. It's green. It smells green, right? Um, and that's, you know, that's, there's your comparison. This, the smell, the medicine, the bulk of the resin is in the flowers and cannabis. And those are the parts that you pull off, that you dry and curate, and then that they'll either press into oils and extracts, throw the plant part away, and then you just get the resiny, oily part that is in that flower, or they'll cure the whole plant, and then you can get that as medicine, and that's what you will smoke or vape or turn into butter or any of any other infusion all right so that's that's real quick kind of breakdown of what hemp is now why the hemp bill signing was so important because hemp is cannabis it is the base of the plant it's the same plant you know what i mean so if we can get to a point where our federal government is recognizing the benefits of hemp and hemp can be used to create um, homes. They can turn it into bricks and concrete. It right. can be used to uh, turn the fibers into uh, clothing. You can clothes. actually make, yeah, you can make clothes mm-hmm. out of it. It It is pesticide resistant. Like there's so many crazy off the wall benefits to hemp. It's a sustainable, you know, crop. There's so many benefits to it. It's ridiculous. So to be able to now open up the ability to uh, work with hemp as a whole plant, not just saying, okay, just the flowers have a medicinal benefit, but the whole plant, when you do that, now we can do research, you know, I mean, it really makes it a bit easier to right. get to where we're trying to go in full federal legalization. Go ahead and hop in here, babe. What you going to say? So I wanted to, like, it also, it also has environmental benefits. There's also environmental benefits because if you were to use hemp instead of wood wood you're cutting down trees you're cutting down trees so you're wanting plant life where with the stems on the cannabis most people throw them away since they're cutting off the flowers typically so you're in essence saving the environment carbon for yeah that's that's absolutely accurate um and i think on uh in one of the panels that that uh i'll be speaking on in january at um the CCC Expo in Portland, Oregon, I'm pretty sure that that's one of the things that they'll be discussing heavily, you know, mm. understanding how to not just have a great product, a great medicine, a great, you know what I mean, crop, but how to best maximize using every piece and part of that to minimize our carbon footprint right. collectively. If there is a place, this is something I'll be talking about, right? And, mm. um, you know, on this panel where does it make sense to say, okay, out in Oregon, they have the ability to naturally, they got the space, they've got the land, they've got the soil, they've got the sun, they've got everything they need to naturally grow these plants, create this medicine, you know, create this product that we are all capable of consuming here with a minimal carbon footprint versus, like you said, now we've got, you know, it's eventually going to be legalized federally. And even at this point where we've got 30 plus states, you know, who are into this process, at this point, then we've got to look at, all right, well, why does it make sense in, in Delaware, 
per se, or in PA or in New Jersey or in any of these other states where, you know, there's not as much um, land that's already prepared or already has crops growing on it. Why are we now tearing down, like you said, trees or whatever else to build these, you know, these plants, these grow houses, these what these cultivation places in a particular state when we ship, we import in domestically, we import apples from Washington state. Why? Because they grow them well out there. And why are we going to just stick an apple orchard somewhere else, which could and would, you know, have an impact on our carbon footprint, on the, the overall impact we're making on our world in a negative way. You know what I mean? Whether people want to discuss climate change, what you can't ignore are the changes to this planet that are happening every single day. So I think that's a great point that you're making, like minimizing our carbon footprint by following the blueprint that has already been laid out in front of us. I think that's the best way we can possibly go at this process when we're dealing with prohibition and getting past prohibition to full legalization, regulation, and taxation. You know, we've got to consider the planet that we're on and how do we make the best imprint? How do we make the smallest carbon footprint? And that was a great point. I think we're a little bit off topic though, um, which isn't a bad thing because, you know I mean? We're kind of working around full circle. So the farm bill, the hemp farm bill got signed. Um, that just happened this past week. Um, and, you know, I think the great thing about this from the medical perspective and getting back to our point is it allows us to now see labs, you know, on what's being produced, where it's going to allow us to have a more um, cohesive process. So where there are people now where, you know, I'm talking to family members because they're having negative responses to trying to get away from um, using pills, pharmaceutical pills, and trying to convert to cannabis or CBD, cannabidiol, trying to convert to using something that is more holistic, something that is healthier for them. Um, and, you know, running into places like gas stations, um, uh, drug stores, uh, cocktail bars, farmers markets, um, smoke shops. Like these places are carrying what they're calling CBD vapes, CBD cartridges. If you don't have an actual flower in your hand, you really don't know one what's in that jar or vial. There could be nothing cannabis related at all. And what threw me off was I was reading an article where there was a, a study just done at Virginia Commonwealth University. They tested seven separate products. Um, they did a total of nine samples. It was from Diamond CBD uh, Company, and it's actually uh, the retailers owned by Pot Network Holdings. Okay, so Diamond CBD, after receiving a tip, so VCU received a tip. It said that they were, you know, they had some samples, they were concerned, consumers were saying, you know, they're having a problem, so on and so forth. So they get a tip, they go off doing um, some research, do some lab work on what is in these vape cartridges that people are buying at these head shops, smoke shops, farmers markets. And it was astounding what came out of this particular article. Like the chemicals that they found in it were um, DXM and it's, I'm about to wreck the name of this drug, but it's dextromethorphan, dextromethorphan. Uh, it's probably wrong, but it's the, the initials are DXM. And basically it's what you get in a cough syrup. It's what you get in a cough medicine. It's like, it sounds like glycoline basically. Um, and then there was also another chemical found F5, I'm sorry, 5-F-A-D-B. I don't know what the heck that is, but uh, apparently it's a synthetic cannabinoid 
or K2 or spice, right? So the 5-F-A-D-B is K2 with spice. So they're finding in this DXM, they're finding spice. And this is actual lab test. This is not somebody guessing. This is not somebody assuming there was something wrong. Like Virginia Commonwealth University tested diamond CBD samples and that's what they found in it. K2 spice? Come on, people. Mm. And, and here's the point. You don't know what's in that bottle. If you did not get it from a dispensary, if you did not get it through the legal medical marijuana process in whatever state you are in, you do not know what you are consuming. I mean, unless you got a lab at home and you can take it home and go ahead and put it on a little slide. and you, I mean, whatever. Like, Unless you have that capability and those resources, it is so dangerous to consume those products. You know what I mean? And, and it's a shame because people should have access to it. It should be something that's over the counter. There's, it's, it can't kill you. It, it cannot kill you. I mean, and there can be, we can debate whether you can get addicted to it or not. I think that's a conversation for another time. But plants over pills, I mean, that's just, you know, it, it, it puts you in a scary place in a scary space when, you know, right now we're in a, a, a current society, our culture feels like, you know, cannabis is more, um, it's, it's more easily liked, you know what I mean? Like people are more comfortable with it. Go ahead and jump in a bit. Okay. So that is a good segue to basically you were saying you didn't understand or it didn't make sense that people would receive treatment for with pills, treatment pills by a doctor or pharmacist, and they would be on it consistently, consistently to see how it works um, as to why they wouldn't use the same the same process with cannabis or the same treatment. Mm. Treat it the same way with cannabis. Yes, they tend yeah. to shy away from it. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. I mean, I guess, listen, with anybody's treatment plan, I mean, and mine is pretty intense, right? So there's a lot to mine. And I really don't, I can't, I can't compare my, my experiences to anyone else necessarily except for trying to be empathetic, right? So I learned from my experiences and in my experiences, trying to get diagnosed. I mean, it took me 14 years, 14 actual years to get a diagnosis period. And in that 14 year time frame, it's not as though, you know, there weren't constant, consistent medical intervention. I, you know, I, I was insured. I went to the doctors all the time. I went to specialists. It's not as though I was not seeking medical attention to try and find out what was going on. And in this process, they prescribed everything like if you look at my medical records I kid you not at one point or another I have been prescribed every single I mean there may be some new ones out now and I don't take them anymore but up until I stopped taking opioids I had been prescribed every single one multiple of them at one time you know what I mean like just to try and manage and that process took years it took going back to the doctor over and over this worked a little bit that made my stomach hurt this gave me a headache there are side effects. Right. Side effects. There are side effects. Plural. <laughs> right, though. That's, that's plural. 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 Exactly. Multiple. Multiple. There are side effects. So when you're working with your primary care permanent, physician, some, huh? Some say that. Permanent. Say that. Exactly. And they tell you. And they tell you, you know, the type of damage that you should potentially, probably, most likely expect. Mm-hmm. Right? So if people can wrap their brain around trying to manage their treatment plan with pharmaceutical drugs as we have been conditioned to do in this country. Right. 
That's been our conditioning. So if that's what we have been conditioned to do, and we are going to look at another process potentially to either add to or to use in lieu of what we've been doing, I, I say, as a patient, you take the same perspective. You go at it with right. the same vigor that you would if you were working with a regular doctor, you know, your typical doctor, your standard doctor, and trying to figure out how to best manage your treatment plan. Going back to your doctor for follow-up visits because your meds didn't work is not a big deal. But people go from being on pain meds, narcotics, and benzos for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And in that 20 years, they forget how long it took for them to get to the point with their doctors where they either throw their hands up and say, there's nothing else we can do. We've tried everything. Or for them to say, this is the best we can do. And this, your quality of life can't get any better based on using pharmaceuticals. If you understand that that's a possibility or that's been your experience, then you need to understand that trying to figure out what cannabis strains what genotypes, what right. phenotypes will work for your physical body, you have got to think about it the same way. What strain will help manage what part of your illness? What strain is not going to help you at all and this is a waste of time? And what strains are counterproductive? If you have anxiety, you don't necessarily want to lean heavy into certain sativas. You don't want to necessarily lean into you know certain profiles. But if you don't know that certain profiles, certain strains will do certain things and you're just consuming whatever is placed in your hand, then you put yourself in a position where you don't feel well, the cannabis should work, but it's not going to work because you're taking the wrong cannabis. It's going to make you worse, not better. Right. What basically brings me to what I was saying based on that, my response. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you don't know, like you said, and a lot of people don't know, if you get regular people out here, they're like, yeah, I heard that um, smoking cannabis will help me with uh, cramps or pain or something like that. So mm -hmm. they, they'll smoke it, try it once, and it's like nothing happens. And they're like, well, it didn't help me with that. And then I felt paranoid or something like that. That's a, that's a great example because a lot of people, they don't know that there are other strains out there. They, they just know what they, they hear and they don't have the knowledge, the education that, of what the, these are and what the benefits could be. Understood. So, yeah. They so, miss out on them. Right. And, and, and not only do they miss out on them, but their experience causes them to have an adverse ideology of what this plant is and what it can do. And something that I've learned is it's important to first and foremost understand the plant. Like we've gotten to a point where there are pharmaceutical drug commercials on TV, which is crazy because I'm old enough to remember when that was the most outlandish thing ever. Yeah. You would, you, it's just unimaginable. You know what I mean? Like how or why should we in that particular um, situation, how or why should we have our pharmaceutical drugs that our doctors who go to college for 8, 10, 12 years, they go to school extra, a whole nother academic career to learn and understand these drugs, how they impact the human body. Like that takes years to learn. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go from people who've taken years to learn this to civilians, lay people who don't have a clue how this is supposed to work, why it works. But now we're supposed to do the research and the homework so that we can understand um, how to become our own pharmacists? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'll be honest. I don't necessarily disagree with that as a concept. 
realistically because I do that I do the homework you do the homework you know team Mills does the homework like mm -hmm. as a collective we've learned that for me to have the best healthcare outcome we need to do our homework which right. makes us advocates mm -hmm. we need to advocate for ourselves so if you're going to talk plants versus pills you need to learn to advocate and that means taking some responsibility and onus as a patient mm-hmm yeah Flat you out. have to do the work. You, you yeah. got to do it. And you can't expect your doctor to do it. You can't expect your pharmacist to do it. You can't get mad that your pain management doctor won't do it. You have got to take the onus, take the responsibility. And it, it requires courage. It's a courageous thing. I mean, it is, it's hard to do that. You're in pain. You don't feel good. Like it makes your mind spin. It makes you cranky. It's a tough thing to do. But if you can dig down and find, you know, that piece or that part of you that says, you know what? I don't want this. I want to be better. I want to have a better quality of life. And I feel like it's possible. Then, you know, dig in. You got to do the work and you do the research. You learn about different strains so that you can understand which ones do what. Boom. And right. I think that's a good segue. So let's talk about um, Triple G, the golden ghee gummies mm. that are on today's menu. Mm. Because this is I think this is a great example of. How and why understanding strain specificity specific to your illness makes all the difference in the world, right? So past week and a half, maybe, I've been going through an ulcerative colitis flare. Right. My whole GI tract was up in arms, had to have an upper and lower GI, you know, blah, blah, right? Inside, they found lots of inflammation and ulcerated tissue. Mm, right. 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 Okay. So it's painful. It's painful. Just there's no other way to say it. It's it's extremely painful. It's a constant pain. It doesn't go away. It's it's really really super uncomfortable. Um so the the prescriptions that um my my specialist, my gastroenterologist, GI doc wanted me to take were um a steroid suppository, hydrocortisone suppository. Mm -hmm. And like the cream, uh, um, it's well, it's a suppository, so it goes completely inside uh, because my damage is internal, not external. Right. Um, it's you know what I mean. It's this literal the inflammation, the swelling of right. the, the tissue. Right. Um, so it's it's, it's inside, but yeah, it, it, what's inside of it is got you understand what you're saying. Yes, what was inside that suppository that was going inside my body is the exact same thing that you rub on your skin when you break out in hives or you're having a really bad allergic reaction or something like that, that we're, you know, that they're going to have you put steroids on your skin. So yeah, that's a great point because for me, the thought of putting the same caustic, you know, um, material on the out, on the inside of my body that people put on the outside of their body, that's strong enough to reduce an anaphylactic response hives you know what I mean like mm -hmm. that's like one of the worst responses your body can have it'll kill you so something that's strong enough to take away that type of response on the outside of your skin which is tough and weathered and worn you know what I mean like our skin takes all the beating that our body can dish out during an entire lifetime it's really tough skin right like we have tough skin literally compared to the tissue that's inside of our body mm -hmm. good point Right. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Compared to the tissue that our skin is protecting, our skin and our bones and our muscle is protecting this soft, tender tissue, tissue. Yeah, soft tissue. inside of our body. 
I personally was extremely adverse to the idea of putting a pharmaceutical man-made chemical inside of my body that is strong enough to manage something like hives or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it just bothered me. So the other uh, prescription was uh, protonics, which is like Nexium. If you, you know, if you ever had gastro or mm. had GERD, if you ever had reflux, yeah, you know, indigestion really bad. Yeah, I, I get that. Right? So I, yeah. It's the same thing they prescribe for that, which once again, as a pharmaceutical drug is meant to reduce the inflammation, take away some of the acid. It, it does something specific, right? So that, those were the two things that, that my docs felt like would be the, the best pharmaceutical intervention. As a patient and as my caregiver, you know, we kind of talked it over and decided let's, let's not make that the first option right well like it shouldn't have to be the first option boom it shouldn't have to be you know there are and and in in me taking the time to really kind of understand and manage my health care plan i realize that i don't have to go with the first option that they give me i i don't you mean you can if you want to if you think that's the right thing for you if you think that's what you need to do definitely work with your your healthcare team to understand, you know, what's the best option. But for me, I know my body extremely well. Mm. I know what I do and do not respond well to. Um and and I'm also uh a compliant enough patient that yet again I'm not going to let my health get worse trying something that is not working and I think that's important. You know, I I try alternatives. Being a smart patient. Yes, no. Oh, say that being a smart patient. Yes, ma'am. I'm not going to, to make my health um, regress. I'm not going to make it worse, you know, trying something else. I will go with pharmaceutical medication if that is the best option. So I'm going to try, you know, it was like the option is okay, let's try cannabis first if the symptoms do not begin getting better or and or if they get it all worse then we're just going to go ahead and go with what what we know will work regardless right. of the risk and, and the, the potential damage that it will do the the risk will be worth it at that point right so um then we went and we looked at flowers you know so legal patient checked out the dispensary menu and you know it wasn't oh let me just get some wrapper weed cuz they got cool stuff on the menu i'm not going to hold you i mean mm-hmm. no right. seriously regardless of what type of cannabis consumer you are whether you're medical whether you you've tried it recreationally regardless of why you consume it um you know there are some strains just whether it's the name pineapple express or um cherry pie diesel or it's just some wild you know what i mean it's just some some interesting things out there um and i think a lot of people have a tendency to be fooled one way or the other to think cannabis is the end-all be-all and if it doesn't have a crazy high amount of, of or not cannabis thc is the end all be all. And if it doesn't have a crazy high amount of THC in it, then it's not good or it's not going to work. And, or they'll think, um, CBD is God and I don't want anything to do with THC. I'm only going to do CBD because they don't want the possibility of a psychoactive response, not understanding one, what that psychoactive response would be. And that it, although it is in my opinion, comparable when done properly with the exact same pharmaceutical meds you would substitute it with it if it's done right it's going to do the same thing your pharmaceutical drug would do so if you're okay true. that's true that, yes that's because if you think about it like a lot of the the pharmaceutical meds you'll get sometimes a lot of the side effects for example same. are 
um, fatigue or um, drowsiness. Drowsiness tells you not to operate yeah. heavy machinery. Not oper- right, exactly. That's a thing. Driving yeah. under the influence does not necessarily mean just alcohol. Right. It could mean pills. It could mean pharmaceutical meds. It will impair you. And and that that particular thing that causes the drowsiness tends to be the strongest in there that actually gets you to feel better. Quote end quote. How about that? It's impacts your central nervous system in a way you got to think about what's going to impact cb1 and cb2 receptors which are in your head and in your body they are separate separate parts they do separate things and they work separately um potentially uh so you know and, and just understanding okay here's the plants that we have access to we look at the plants and now we, we're not just looking at cool plants we're looking at what does each plant actually do the best right exactly break it down to the strains you know and we considered several strains and in the end we used multiple strains i think it took a total of what seven or eight separate no maybe six separate separate strain five or six separate strains to eventually cover all of it all the symptoms we started this a week ago Mm -hmm. we're seven days in at least I, I, at this exact moment, and I didn't even think about it until we're talking about it, but at this exact moment, I'm in no pain. See? <laughs> at this, at this yeah, exact... And the combination. Yeah, the, the combination. Collective. The collective within your body. One helps with one thing, something helps with something else, and when they all work together, boom. Exactly. That's You get the relief. So because inflammation was a big issue um, you know, on my, on my scope... And, it, well, th- I'm sorry, that, but in that, in that, on that note... Basically, you are, you know, with what you have, muscular dystrophy and multiple different issues, the ulcerative colitis, and those things are going to have different, you have different issues going on, where which most people may have one or two on, on an average. That's a good point. So if this helps, you have, for you, you need multiple. Mm-hmm. So if this helps you like that with multiple, then imagine if you just have one, one or two things and easier. you just need that. That Drill it down. And yeah, that helps. Good. And if you happen to have other things, well, there are benefits to that too. Boom. Extra. That's just gravy on top, baby. Right. No, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I didn't and I didn't really think about that way because I have been managing multiple illnesses that are all based on my primary diagnosis. You know, so MD is what I have, but because I have MD, I've got a laundry list right. of other illnesses the territory. yes yeah. ma'am yes ma'am so yeah that's a great point you definitely would not necessarily need five or six strains if you weren't managing as many parts of right, uh, a exactly. chronic or terminal illness hey, yeah good point good point and that's the thing like but with that here's so what we found boss hog rso right that that particular strain for once again for me for my body i respond very well to limonene terpenes and I'm not talking limonene terpenes in cannabis. I'm talking limonene terpenes on the planet. Period. 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 My body reacts well when I cannot consume any food at all because my gastroparesis, my stomach issues are so bad that I can't get anything down. You could shove a bag of oranges into me. That's true. Right? That's true. Nothing yeah. else. Nothing else will go in and stay in. Everything else is coming back at you like I'm the exorcist in this green pea soup flying out my mouth. <laughs> right. And that's, that's actually true. story? Real. Yeah. Right. So, but oranges, limonene, lemons, any plant that naturally produces high levels of limonene, my body reacts and responds well to. I could drink a gallon of orange juice in one sitting and not be moved. 
And it amazes yeah, people. That's, that amazes me. <laughs> I can't get through a glass, barely. Exactly. And it, 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 it amazes people because they're like, how? Doesn't that bother your stomach? Doesn't that? No, not at all, actually. It doesn't bother anything. When my stomach is at its worst, it's cool with orange juice. I may not be able to drink milk or water even at times. Anything with limonene is really good. But I had to learn that. I didn't just pop up and know what the heck limonene was, let alone that it was good for me. True. Yeah. I didn't know that. Now, when, once I understood what limonene was, once I understood that it is a cannabinoid that naturally um, is, is produced in other things, uh, and I, then I just kind of thought back, reflected back on who I am and, you know, kind of what I've consumed in this lifetime, and oranges and anything literally physically actual orange related, I don't like anything orange flavored, it makes me gag actually because it's artificial i guess i don't know i yeah. never thought about it but yeah it happened when i got pregnant with my daughter um and it's never changed so i can't i can't I, you know i can't deal with anything orange flavored but if it's got actual orange juice orange juice in it oh listen it works for me i mean and it literally physically brightens it gives me it energizes me you know and not like an energizer bunny but if i'm in a down mood down space not even necessarily just cannabis but oranges orange limonene that particular terpene it, it uplifts me and a lot of times i don't even realize it until after the fact and you know it's like oh i feel a little bit better mm. right okay. and you know what i mean and then once again not a miracle drug this is not a miracle drug cannabis or otherwise no miracle drug but you know i try and appreciate those small moments you know what i mean like you have to you have to you know when you're a chronic chronically ill patient and you wake up every single morning and you're literally when you open your eyes your body is in screaming pain it's tough it is it's tough to be happy it's just tough to smile you know what I mean it's tough to be upbeat um and I think it's important to understand that that's a thing you know what I mean if you're chronically or terminally ill don't feel bad and don't have people around you who make you feel bad that, you know, it's difficult to manage what you're managing, you know, not at all. I, now, by the same token, I would say don't be a big baby about it. I mean, and I, and I feel like I can say that. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I feel, like, say that. I feel like I can say that, you know what I mean? I feel like sometimes we can make our bed harder to lie in by allowing our attitude to dictate our outcome. outcome. Ooh, that was a quote. Give it to your girl. That was a quote, you know what I mean? I think that's, that's a thing. So... You know, where we'll go out of our way to create things like a can of ghee, right? Which is a can of butter for OGs. Damn it. <laughs> I don't use can of butter. I use can of ghee. So, a can of ghee. Um, and, you know, you guys can Google ghee. G-H-E-E. -E. Um, we created golden ghee gummies. Because we are G's. And, you know, we need to throw the triple up on it. Um, and that's what we're using in our high tea this Sunday. Um, the Carnegie has multiple strains in it. I wanted something that I could work with. I wanted something that I could exchange out what would be my morning pill. Um, and by pill, personally, my pills versus plants were intravenous um, medication. So the same morphine hydromorphone, Dilaudid, um, Oxy, Vicodin, the same pills that we're talking about today wasn't even a pill for me. I was so far past a pill in my treatment plan. It was crazy in my pain management 
you know, plan. I was on liquid drugs. I was on the same thing that you see people in the hospital all hooked up to the IVs and whatnot, drooling on myself. You know what I mean? Like the highest dosages you can possibly imagine. So to be able to go from, you know, being on an IV uh, opioid drip 24 hours a day, seven days a week to taking not only not a drip at drop at all, but no pills, nothing. We're on all plants, 200%, you know, it requires, you know, taking the time to do the research, understanding what strains work best for you. Um, the triple G has multiple strains in it. It has sour tangy in it. It has the boss hog RSO oil, great for inflammation in it. Um, it also has a cookie and cream indica in it, which, you know, and that is a high THC. But what I needed to do was combine a THC, a CBD. Um, I needed the right terpene profile. Um, and of course, I wanted it to be cool as hell. So <laughs> we turned it into some golden ghee gummies. Um, so that's golden ghee gummies explained. Um, was there anything else we were supposed to touch on? Um, no, I believe we, we touched on everything, but what you touched on basically, uh, in regards to you saying you're, you're in the hospital on a drip and you're, you're drooling you're, I've actually witnessed this, um, the, the whole, the whole change, the whole change in, in your whole demeanor while on these to just to relieve pain, just to relieve the pain. And it's literally that is now mind you, that is all it's doing. It is just relieving your pain. It actually doesn't relieve the pain, but that's and, what they tell and you. And that is just temporary, do. right? It's, it's no. I mean, I'm I'm just being honest. Being the actual patient, it it turns you into a zombie. Mm -hmm. It makes you drool on yourself. You are actually still in pain while this is going on. So, there is a there is a very 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 small window that exists, and in that very very small window, um, you are so out of it that you don't think about the pain you actually just don't, you're not thinking about anything you're not thinking you right, understand what i'm saying right. there is no thought but the pain does not not exist and since the pain doesn't go away what does what can that in turn do and the pain doesn't go away then a person may need more so you need more because you need more for the pain how about so that you you're trying to get the pain basically overdosing how about that and that's listen and how many heroin addicts how many you know legal patients legal prescribed you know, patients, pill patients, how many of those people have turned into heroin addicts? The, the numbers are staggering. Uh, how many new heroin it's patients amazing. began as legal opioid patients? You know, it's unfortunate. So it is, is the option. It's people who've never touched a drug in their life. Ever. Have ended up uh, addicted and um, stuck on these pills, like, like paralyzed. Yeah, it, it'll, 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 it'll ruin your whole life. It'll take everything away from you. So for us, if we're talking, you know, me as a patient, if I have an option, plants versus pills, there's no question about this ever. I am going with the plants all day long as my first line of uh, treatment when it comes to managing my illness. Now, if I don't receive the results, if I don't receive the relief, that I'm looking for with managing with plant-based, then I will obviously go to a pharmaceutical intervention. I want to be here as long as I can possibly right, be here. Right, exactly. Better quality of life. And with that, on that note.
Did you have anything else to uh, say? I listen. It, Before that's the all DJ good. interrupts you, I would. I wish the DJ would just interrupt. No, no words needed. Say less, baby. Yeah, do that. Happy holidays, y'all. Happy holidays, your girl. It's the OG. It's Nella D, and we are twice baked. Oh, wait. We're not done. Mm, by the way. It ain't over. It ain't over. The party's not over. We forgot to tell you guys, hey, do not forget to save the date and your year on a high note with me, my lady Nella D, and the amazing women of Normal Women's Alliance. We will be off in Atlanta, Georgia, December 31st, 8 p.m. Make sure that you hop online at Get Royally Baked. Um, and take a look if you are on the list and got your invite. We'll see you there. This is LZOG. I got my baby. Nella D. Y'all know what it is, y'all. We're twice baked. Yes. Yo, <laughs> happy holidays, y'all. <laughs> Bean is off the hook. She wild for this one. Some other shit. <laughs> <laughs>